0: Well hello there listeners, it is I, DJ Starsage, coming to you once more, this time from the parlor at Chateau Sage. As you can hear behind me, I have the latest addition to the family, Mr. Benny, our little creamsicle boy who came to join our family last summer. You know, he had his first holiday season with us. And he's been here about seven months or so. And he is enjoying the splendor of family time together. As I'm speaking to you, as I mentioned, I'm in our living room, our parlor. And I'm surrounded by our fur babies. To my left is sweet, uh, senior, <laughs> Goldie, our tortoiseshell. She's shy. She doesn't say much. She's just lazily resting next to me, stretched out on the couch. She does enjoy taking my spot, however, and... Uh, you know, that's supposed to be endearing. They enjoy the smell of you, your clothes, your scent. So they want to be close to you, but <laughs> darn it. I want where I sit. I want my favorite spot. And every time I step away from the couch, she takes its place. So uh, I, of course, have to I gently scoop her up. And pay attention to her and move her somewhere nearby so that she doesn't feel shunned. And across from me is the grand dame of the Star Sage household, Miss Nala, Princess Nala. So named, of course, after the, uh, the love interest in The Lion King, that children's uh, Disney film so long ago now. <laughs> But I was an uncle at 11, so uh, I have many memories of watching that on repeat. And yes, I had to wait for the VHS tape to be rewound in order to see it again and again and again. (laughs) But uh, dear sweet Nala is probably 19 now. And uh, she's a petite little calico... She's what we like to call our Moonlight Kitty, because uh, she has been through a lot in her life. And uh, each little hurdle tests her metal, if you will. And uh, she's basically still with us uh, by virtue of the power of the full moon. Because uh, when she came into Hubby's life, it was Halloween time that year. So we like to think that she is a kitty with uh, special powers, mostly to to get through life's challenges. And she's had quite a lot thrown at her in her thus uh, long life. And hopefully we get to have her for, you know, at least a couple more years. Uh, she I don't want to say that too loud. I don't want her to hear me. But, uh, you know, um, in her eyes, I am the other woman. Because she had hubby first, herself. And despite the fact that I uh, feed her and take care of her while hubby is at work, um, I am not her favorite, but I have grown on her. (laughs) Anyways, as I'm speaking to you... It is a Saturday evening, and hubby is off to work at the Gnome Zone across town, and will be working late because he he didn't go in until afternoon, and uh, you know uh, as he is or was supposed to be joining us on our sci-fi road trip, our mid-Atlantic extravaganza uh, Farpoint he was supposed to be joining us I was saying Uh, he has to work the whole weekend and uh, yes, he still has those days off because, well we have quite old kitty cats and uh, no one else to care for them so Say la vie, and uh, we are, I am supposedly, supposedly, I'm uh, going to be looking forward to checking off something on that much-anticipated honey-do list, because, uh, well, we've been in our house for over a decade, and uh, <laughs> ever since the last major improvement project. Well, I, I shouldn't say last because our, our last one was a new septic system unexpectedly. That's one of those things where when you own a home in the country, at least in New York State at least, uh, there is nothing regulating the fact that your roof or... Yes, I said roof, not roof. I'm not a dog. <laughs> Canine, whatever you want to call it. Um... Uh, And there's nothing regulating how often you replace your septic system if you don't live in a town where you have, you know, a a water system provided. It's, uh, you know, the modern age version of a pit. But there's nothing that you can enforce in writing that says, this needs to be replaced every so often. It's just supposed to be a... uh, a good Samaritan thing, or you know, a, um, something that you know to do. And uh, well, we're lucky we got as far as we did in home ownership before we had to replace that because the house was 50 years old when we bought it. So you know, if uh, you close your eyes, y- you might be feeling like you're having a flashback because I talked about this a couple of years ago when it was newly on our slates. However, uh, going back to the point, <laughs> we upgraded the plumbing in our house. We had uh, the old-fashioned copper pipes. And uh, it was time to to, to change that out, uh, to make way for modern advances. And so we put in a system of tubes. Yes, tubes. They are... Uh, Polyvinyl chlorine or something like that, uh, basically plasticky vinyl, and it's not unlike the kind of tubing that you would have if you have a modern refrigerator with a ice maker or, uh, you know, a water dispenser. And um, well, that's uh, supplying most of the rooms of the house. I say most because the upstairs bathroom, the main bathroom. Does not have the shower connected to it. So for a number of years now, whenever we've gone to shower, we've had to go down to the basement to turn the water manually on and off. Otherwise, if it's left on, it's left to drip inside of the walls unattended. And that's one of the things that we discovered shortly after taking possession of the house, is that the Well-intentioned and well-meaning, former owners, the original owners, (laughs) had uh, left a few things unattended, including a leak in the plumbing for the shower, and it's in the wall of the upstairs hallway, so it's fairly accessible, but they shoved a bunch of t-shirts under it to, of course, collect the damp, and uh, that was just a a disaster. And uh, we have, uh, well, we've basically, um, pardon the phraseology, <laughs> we have done a redneck jury rigging job with that. In that we have uh, covered the tile on that wall behind the shower with the duct tape. Yes, I said duct with a T because it's duct tape, meaning like you would use on the thin metal boxes for most heating systems, duct work. Not ducts, quack quack. <laughs> anyway, so for a number of years now, we have been meaning to finish the upstairs bathroom because... Uh, It is quite the thing to have to remember to turn that on and off especially when one is uh, running short on time to leave the house perhaps oh I don't know for work maybe (laughs) so it's just that slight bit more annoying when both of us are actually leaving the house although for me, it's only half the time, thank goodness, and knock on wood. So I'm told that uh, there will be something done about that during uh, my days away in the Maryland's. And uh, I am uh, hoping that that is the case, because I'm sure as many of you who are partnered can appreciate, sometimes the honey list does not always get checked off. <laughs> Sometimes it could just be minor things like, "Hey, could you get those clothes in the dryer that haven't been folded? Huh? Can 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 you pay? Hey, can you put away the clothes that have been folded? Yeah, the ones that were in the dryer." Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh huh. So, but we do have a backup. Uh, in that, if we can't get the surround. That's the fancy name for that thing that goes around the tub. It's a surround. We can't get the surround that we want because it has to be ordered, you know. These things, um, like anything that uh, is to your liking, it it has to be something that uh, is pleasing to the eye. Something that tickles your fancy honk. And certainly, uh, we're picky enough that that stuff is just not in stock. Of course, that's the case for a lot of things these days. seems like everyone has discovered online ordering, and things are scarce. And, well, my backup wish list is uh, if the bathroom cannot be accomplished during my time away, I have about 300 or so paperback books that are just waiting for a new home. (laughs) And by that, I don't mean being donated somewhere else. I like to pretend that I'm book smart sometimes. And uh, this goes back to uh, many years ago. Uh, I have a favorite Jodie Foster film. In fact, it's when she was a young teen, and she worked with... uh, Disney actress Helen Hayes, and uh, I do believe David Niven was in this. It's a, a film about a young girl. Yes, I'm talking about movies, but it it goes along with Home Improvement here. <laughs> I want a reading nook, and that means that my uh, treasure trove of paperback books and some hardcovers we'll find a home in our upstairs hallway that we've made up to be a guest bed. We are going to put uh, bookshelves into the walls and uh, set up some lighting in there so you could just settle in with a cozy book and maybe some coffee, have some music, and it's all inspired by a Jodie Foster film called Candle Shoe. This young girl is uh, trying to pass herself off as the heiress to this fortune. She ends up spending time in this kindly older woman's home, and uh, she goes on a treasure hunt, of course, among other things. She um, stumbles upon a old-fashioned library, which of course is one of these things that uh, the well-to-do had back in the day. You know, we didn't, they didn't have television at the time, so you didn't have the the grand Star Sage movie annex. You had books, and quite often they were books that uh, were limited editions and would be signed by the author and things of that nature. Well, Jodie Foster's character spent a fair amount of time in the library looking for a hint on uh, this, uh, this uh, treasure that, uh, well, the unsundry characters were looking for. But uh, I want my upstairs to have a reading nook. So that is on my wish list for If the Shower Cannot Be Accomplished. And uh, I will accept any other small miracles that could be accomplished uh, while I am gone. Um, <laughs> I'm told that there may be shelving being erected. Honk, yes, uh, in my home office. When we moved into this house, it's a it's a four bedroom, and if you're anyone who has a coffee table book or into architecture, it's what's known as a colonial revival. So it quite aptly is a uh, cookie-cutter house with four bedrooms upstairs and a hallway down the middle. Everything is practically symmetrical in this house. That is until we moved in. Uh, (laughs) And we took the closets out of each of the upstairs bedrooms. Why did we do that, you say? Well, because, of course, we don't have kiddos. And, uh, you know, who couldn't use a few more feet of living space in a room? But, uh, it was only... (laughs) It's been ten years now that we've lived here. But uh, it wasn't long before we realized that uh, we kind of need some of that closet space back. Perhaps because of one of our collecting habits. Hmm. Um... (laughs) If you sense a hint of... uh, irony, or sarcasm perhaps, in that statement. Well, just uh, stay tuned for a moment and I will fill you in. Uh, Pause for a moment as I take a sip of my iced coffee. Frequency, are you still there? (laughs) When he would do a show, he used to pause to have some of his coffee and I know that uh, life has taken its toll and uh, you know the uh, the great sea ships steering wheel has probably been turned askew but I miss hearing frequency I hope things are well for you but uh, that iced coffee actually is uh, nothing special I don't pay the money for the uh, the fancy brands that's not drive-thru. That's just a good old-fashioned dark roast home-brewed coffee on ice with some milk. Some sugar-free sweetener, because I do try sometimes. It's, um, I think it's hot fudge waffle cone somehow. But uh, the important thing is that there's a healthy, and I mean healthy, shot of rum in it. Now... <laughs> Around these parts, we can't afford top shelf. It's not Captain Morgan. No, it's Captain Nelson. So, you know, uh, that man who had an eye for Genie. You know, the one in the bottle <laughs> back in the 60s. <laughs> oh, this is my first one. There may be another. But uh, the tale I'm about to tell you is uh, along the lines there of the Honey And maybe the honey don't. (laughs) Oh, So, in my family, we have a story that is passed down about how during the early days of my parents' marriage, during the the honeymoon stage, perhaps, uh, Mom came home from a uh, full day's work at the hospital, and Dad... This is before any of us kiddos came along, I I am told. Well, Dad had gone out and gone shopping that day. And, you know, if he just brought home groceries, that probably would have been fine. But uh, the tale goes that Dad brought home their first color television. Now, think of it, folks. This was back in the 60s when they were newlyweds. And I am sure that this probably cost a small fortune at the time. Uh, I would imagine that uh, with inflation, it probably would have cost as much as six months' rent on a, uh, a honeymoon apartment back in those days. And all of this was done without talking it over with dear mom. So I am told... That as a result of this hasty decision, that Mom did not speak to Dad for approximately two weeks. (laughs) And why I bring this up is because, uh, as some of you may know, my husband is a collector. And part of that is quite endearing because... He strives to furnish our home with objects of character. Now, one of the things that the modern age has brought about in home decor is a little thing called minimalism. Everybody wants sleek appliances, wants slim profiles, wants to be able to just... Pick up in the middle of the night and pack everything into a suitcase and move on with their life. And that is not the lifestyle that we lead. We are folks who own a house. We are homeowners. And I don't think, I shudder to think, what life would be like if I could not own my walls, if I couldn't paint my rooms to my own <laughs> enjoyment, you know, put my own spin on them, and a number of things in our home were gently used, like, uh, well, for example, I have a bookshelf full of what some might call antiques, maybe knickknacks, or Tchotchkes is another word. Don't ask me how to spell that. But, uh, you know, these are quite often little ceramic objects. Like, I have a little bust of uh, Emperor Caesar, you know, from the, the Roman Empire. And uh, I have a little owl. And there's a cupid doll. And there's a a lion that's outstretched on top of some books. I think that's supposed to be a, uh, a bookend. You get the idea. Anyways, so, this not only applies to objects that are considered decor, but also technology. Now, this was certainly appreciated when I was new to working from home. Because uh, it made it easier for me to set up a home office without having to lug or be responsible for company property. Another pause for some iced coffee. Mmm. So, where I'm getting at is um, this just simply encouraged the collecting. And yes, there's another word for it, and there was, or still is, a reality series about people who collect, but I'm not going to use that word, because I'm talking about my other half, and I don't want to come off as being somebody who's critical. (laughs) This is just sort of a roommate situation, and, you know, just like saying that uh, somebody doesn't uh, clean their breakfast dishes, or... You know, somebody leaves the cap off of the toothpaste. That sort of little stuff. Anyways, um, the collecting did not end. And I don't have just a spare computer monitor. I have approximately six. uh, But, of course, I feel that uh, that I had it coming, or at least it runs in the family. Because, as I've mentioned before... I had a family member who used to manage electronic stores back in the 90s, so I suppose it was just par for the course that I would marry someone who was into collecting. And uh, I just need to provide a gentle reminder that this is our home. This is supposed to be where we come at the end of a stressful workday. And we're supposed to be able to relax, I shouldn't feel like, I'm walking into a storage unit just to be able to find myself a seat on the couch to watch the television. (laughs) Yes, I still watch the television, although I do have an iPad. And I have gotten so that I will watch uh, some programming in the morning with my coffee. And, uh, well, you know, that's about as modern as we get with that. Anyways, where I am going with this is just like the story I was just telling you where sweet dad, Papa Star Sage had uh, left the house and bought a color television in the uh, early years of his marriage without asking his other half. My husband comes home from his work day. And uh, you know I I should mention I should I should mention that this was on a Friday evening. So I'm finishing my work week and wrapping things up clocking out Looking forward to a Friday evening at home with my spouse. Possibly watching a movie, having dinner, and thinking about what I'm going to do over the weekend. Well, on his way home, as he's one to do, he made a stop or two at some thrift stores. Now, before the holidays he did pick up another one of these items so this is possibly just salt in the wound about ten years ago there was this phenomenon known as high-definition 3d this meant that not only could you have a 1080p yes that's fancy talk for high-resolution high-definition television, flat screen, of course, capable of showing modern day, 21st century, 3D. And, of course, this means that you need to have a pair of glasses that work with the system, and it's going to be be a Blu-ray film that's shot or filmed in 3D. And, uh... You could have it in your very own home. Now, we have taken to accomplishing that through gently used, retired, professional-grade projectors, meaning that we have a home theater with a rather large screen. So we have been able to accomplish that through uh, more reasonable means because these are things that people replaced Ordinarily, something like this would cost quite a pretty penny, and the same could be said for the televisions themselves, because in the day that they were new, and again, this is 10 years ago now, they've uh, basically discontinued the technology because so many people became critical of the performance and so many people complained about the cost to own the technology that it just went by the wayside. However, again, when these televisions were new, They were easily a couple of grand. So much akin to a color television in the 60s, this would have been a a bank breaker. Well, before the holidays, Hubby found a similar device and brought it home. And actually, I believe we discovered it together, so that wasn't uh, quite the shocker but uh, i am i was told on friday evening that he had discovered another one of these however this one was a higher end brand it was basically a cadillac of televisions and would have cost a couple of grand in its time perhaps maybe the first one he found wasn't as fancy but now i was going to have two of these two not one two of these in my living room Now, mind you, I already have a television on the wall of our living room. So this means I'm going to have three TVs in the living room, the parlor. Not only that, but it's coming home on a Friday evening when I am, (laughs) pardon the phrase, raring to go. I want my dinner, I want a drink, and I want to watch something with my other half. Maybe vent about the week, something but inevitably, this was going to involve us spending at least an hour, maybe two, of trying to coordinate an effort, much alike, moving furniture, <laughs> because you have to take, you have to unplug one, disconnect it, take that down, and then um, if you, unless you were spending money on a, a, a whole new setup with a new bracket and everything, because these days. Uh, homeowners, we put our televisions on the walls like it's fine art, uh, you have to transfer that whole mechanism, that bracket and all that, to the next television. And if it's the same size, uh, it may work, but uh, so oftentimes if it's a different brand, you might have to use different types of screws and blah 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 So, uh, long story not so short, two hours later on my Friday evening, we had a a uh, a Cadillac of TVs on our wall. Uh, Sure, it did not have a remote control because that's the number one thing that people lose, uh, need to replace, but uh, we were able to watch a 3D TV uh, in a contained device without projector. And it's quite pretty. It's one of those high end TVs that senses the level of the lighting in the room. They call it ambient. So it's quite pretty, but Again, going back to the 60s, when Dad bought a color TV while Mom was at work, I was fit to be tied. So, hence the uh, iced coffee with a a fair amount of rum. (laughs) But don't worry, fine folks. All is well in the Star Sage household. Uh, This is merely a ripple we rarely ever fight I think that's because we are so evenly matched with our personalities and our wits. Uh, But uh, I do have TVs piling up in my house, and you can only have so many screens. Especially if you're not running a bed and breakfast. What the hell do you do with all of those extras? I know, the answer is really, drop it off, give it to someone else but I, I don't think that that message is well-received in this house. Anyway, so, in other news, I screwed up my payroll <laughs> with the Brand Barn. Apparently, I didn't pay enough attention when I was filling out a form for being a new employee, because, you know, it had been over a decade since I had, dumped, had uh, been through that experience. Well... When I got my tax forms for the, uh, the, the fiscal year, I learned that I was paying taxes for being a resident of New York City. Now, for those of you who are unaware, New York State is rather large. It would take you at least six hours to drive from Lake Erie to the Hudson River in the heart of the Big Apple. And I do not even live an hour from the Big Apple. So, I was not too pleased to l- realize that I was paying taxes for being a resident of New York City. Now, this is nothing of my own company's responsibility. You fill out those forms yourself. But, uh, I somehow did not realize that I was, uh, running a tab with, uh, whoever's the mayor down there. So, uh... You know, once I realized my mistake, I, in effect, actually basically gave myself a raise. Huzzah! And, uh, well, I've got some other things going on there. Um, learning that, uh, the dental insurance that I have with the Brand Barn may not be all of its, uh, chalked up to be, and, uh, I may be having to look for a supplement on that, because, uh, yeah, I am my father's child, and, uh, Uh, we have often wondered if his uh, dental health was merely a result of uh, growing up during the 50s in foster care, or if he just had bad genes. And well, uh, I will just say that I have at least one nephew who doesn't have his own teeth and is only in his 30s. So I do all that I can to try to maintain and that usually involves going to the dentist not twice but four times a year folks yes so gonna be shopping around for some supplemental coverage on that because I had some uh, reality flashes when it comes to procedures and billing and this is what your insurance will cover that's always a nice conversation to be had uh, you think to yourself I work hard I pay my taxes and I vote and uh, what you are uh, <laughs> the system that you're paying into well it isn't worth I know <laughs> and no that's not the rum talking that's just um, my I, my sense of irony my sense of humor But I do think that I need some more coffee. So, with that being said, I will um, lean towards the door. And I will encourage you to drop by the next Matinee Minutia, which will be on Friday, February 3rd. We are going to be discussing a mid-decade, because it's it's 20 teens, mid-decade... Uh, action-adventure sci-fi film. It's made by the Wachowskis, the folks that brought you The Matrix and Cloud Atlas, and it stars the young and upcoming star of, the, and Raven-haired star of that 70s show. She played Jackie Mil- uh, Mila Kunis, and uh, that handsome young guy that uh, that danced with his shirt off uh, in uh, Magic Mike, Mr. Channing Tatum. This is a story about a young woman who learns that his, her father came from the stars. And uh, there is a secret involved with an ancient underground industry of keeping people young. We're going to be discussing Jupiter Ascending on the next Matinee Minutia. Won't you join us in the chat room? Go to matineeminutia.com and click on Discord to enter the chat room. You can also see our video on YouTube, and uh, for the time being, you can still listen to us on the live stream on Univaz. Now, that is going to be going away uh, in April. Uh, we are the only show using that feature on our network. So... For the time being, we have a few more shows, and uh, you'll always be able to enjoy us live on YouTube as we perform each first and third Friday of the month. So, hope to see you then. Kisses, uh... from the fainting couch? (laughs) I bid you a fond adieu for now. Bottoms up on the iced coffee. As always, tweet me on Twitter at DJStarsage and email me djstarsage at gmail.com. That's all for now. Ta-ta. Just Gone Wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. It tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique Voices in Podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti univaspods.net.